the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Buckle up and settle in for a full hour of automotive mayhem with the real car guy, master technician, Mark Salem, where the only two things we can't fix is a broken heart and the crack of dawn. To talk to Mark, call 602-508-0960. That's 602-508-0960. Now, once again, here's Mark. Well, good morning, everybody. For an hour here, we're going to talk about car and car repair problems. So if you'd like to join us, you can. 602-508-0960. The lines are wide open right now. Wide, wide open. 602-508-0960. My wife, Renee, is with me today. And... um, She's being honorary, so there's nothing really I can do about it. Many of you that are married to honorary women understand my dilemma. It's just a burden I must carry. Carry just like a, someone carried the cross, if you know what I mean. Nevertheless, um, I have a couple of things that I want to touch base with. That um, we, are a, uh, we have a website or a, a Facebook page, both for our shop and for me personally. So you, you can go to Mark Salem at Facebook. Mark Salem in Tempe, Mark Salem, the auto mechanic guy, the auto expert. But I want to tell you something. If you're going to friend me on Facebook, I'm not going to tell you that I'm at the spa having my toenails painted, which I never do. I'm not going to tell you I'm at the barbershop. I'm not going to tell you I'm in the doctor's office. That doesn't happen. We talk about cars. People ask questions. We have a discussion publicly. I ask them questions to help me, you know, center in on their problem, um, and we talk about, you know, newspaper articles and and whether or not I, I agree with them or whether that's good information. It's just all car stuff. So if you want to go to Facebook and uh, and friend me, and participate in those, you're more than welcome. Just recently, we had a discussion where there was three of us that disagreed. Um, I disagreed with guy number one, and he disagreed with guy number two, and guy number two disagreed with me. So we all had a chance to say our piece, and we went on. So that happens, and it's part of the process. So Facebook is an important place. We also have um, all of our radio shows at SalemBoysAuto.com. You can go to media and then go to our podcasts, and you can pick up any show. And here's the good news. We tape all of our shows, and we put them on our, on our website. They're also at KKNT, and as far as podcasts are concerned. But we cut the commercials out of them, so it's really instead of a two-hour show, it's like an hour and 20 minutes. So it, you can you can speed it up a lot by uh, by going that. And I don't know, did that make sense, Gil? If it's 60 and 60, it's an hour and 20 minutes. 60 and 60, it's got to be less than that because we're cutting out all the commercials. So it's going to be less than two hours. I'll say that. Okay, 602-508-0960. Let me talk what else I've got. Oh, when you have a nice... Uh, if you have a nice contact with somebody, maybe it's a plumber, an electrician, maybe it's a painter, maybe it's your newspaper guy, maybe it's a restaurant that you had an exceptionally good meal out, may I suggest that you go in and do a review? You can use places like BirdEye, you can use Google, you can use Better Business Bureau. Those are the kinds of places that actually do a good job, in my opinion, with respect to good and bad reviews. And you can look at me 
Uh, I have a couple of bad reviews, and I've got some good reviews. That's part of the process. There's one review place here in Phoenix that actually um, is kind of like us. It's a referral network. Um, The funny story about them is this. In 1988, when I first started doing referrals, you know that that was quite a big deal. It was. It was a really big deal. It wasn't only lots of work, but there was a lot of skepticism, both from the consumer point of view and the shop's point of view. There was was a lot of good, Mark, this is a good old boy network, that Mm -hmm. kind of stuff. A friend of mine wrote me an email a couple of years into that. Now, we were before Rosie. We were Mm -hmm. before everybody. We were the first ones, and here's why. Because back in 1988, the number one question people would ask me on the radio is, where can I find a good shop? Well, no, they would say to me, where's your shop? Oh, well, yes. Okay. But... And my mother said, you sound like SHT <laughs> because you're sitting there thumping your chest every minute. And I said, I don't know how to answer that. Right. So as a result of me, them saying, where's your shop? I created the best car repair shops. And my next question would be is, where do you live? Right. And then they'd say Scottsdale, Glendale, you know, uh, uh, Goodyear. And I would send them to a shop that I've already vetted. So anyway, this friend of mine sends me an email, and he just, he tells me I'm really asking for trouble, and I'm going to get sued, and he's talked to his legal counsel, and this is a bad idea. And it's a guy that I've I've been friends with for 100 years. So it was really a, a, you are the dumbest guy I know for pulling this off. Fast forward 15 years later? Probably 15. 15 years later, he opens up his own site. Right. And so I sent him his email back because I had saved it. I had saved it in the best car repair shop folder. Yes. And so I sent it back to him, and he laughed his butt off. Now, I'm not going to tell you who he is, but he has a site, and I was in there yesterday. Uh-huh. Out of 200 garages, everybody is 4.7 to 5. How can that be? I mean... Okay. Our industry just isn't that happy with <laughs> repair most and, of the time. No, and, and that's it. I mean, even ours is what, between 3.5 and 4.9. I don't think we have a five per point anywhere. Right. So 3.5, maybe you have three reviews and two of them are bad. Mm-hmm. So I, I get a, a 3.5 star. But then you have other ones that are, are bigger, better, whatever. It's just a matter of volume. I went and looked at some of his, that this other site's paperwork, and there's shops in there that have three and four and five hundred reviews, and they have a four point nine. I can tell you right now that we're going to get one or two. I mean, if we're doing, gosh, a thousand cars a month, we're going to get one or two bad reviews a month. Well, sure. We, but we maybe they're following ba- up with these people and going in and saying, "Okay, here, you know, making it easy and." Well, Unless if, you have a problem, a lot of times they're not going to review something. But if they have an issue, then a lot of times they'll go in there and... You're right. It depends on how mad they are. Some of some of the, our industry's reviews happen to be they gave us they gave us bad um, information or bad um, diagnosis. Not a bad diagnosis. They gave us bad news is what I want to say. Yes. One of the things I had was a guy rated us like a one star. And what he had done was is he had brought his car in to have us inspect it based on his employer's list. So his he was going to use his car for business and employer said take this and have a certified shop go through this. Well the car was a big huge rolling POS. There and so we had no choice. We couldn't lie about, you know, one of the tires was bald and this and that. So we wrote it up that way. I mean, we just, we couldn't say that this was a pristine car. This is a car that I wouldn't let you ride from here to Goodyear in. 
I mean, it was it was a carb. That was, and so he gave us a, a bad review, and I answered it, and I said, you know, hey, I'm sorry we gave you bad news, but we felt obligated to to critically, uh, you know, inspect you your the, car. Yeah, straight and, shot. <laughs> yeah, because what's going to happen is if we tell them this is a perfect car and you you blow that that ball tire and somebody dies, then your employer's going to sue me because I, I, I gave your car an A instead of an F. So we didn't do any work on it. He was just mad because we told him it needed the so message, much work. Yeah. The message. He was mad at the message. So, yeah. and I apologize to him, but mm-hmm. there's nothing else I can do. And he didn't change it. So, I mean, that's going to stay there forever. Right. So, Folks, if you if you get something good, let me rem- and bird eye. You know what bird eye is? Bird no, I've not heard of that. It's it's a it's a one that goes out and looks at all of your reviews. Okay. And they can put them all in the same place. So everywhere, for instance, if you go to Salem Boys Auto and then put reviews, mm-hmm. you put Salem Boys Auto in quotes. You right. want those three words in that order. Then you write reviews. You can look at every all the review places that do us. So is this something new? I, I know Bird you got a call is. from them yesterday, but I wasn't sure yeah. what it was. I went on their site to look at us. Okay. When you do, they ask for your email and who you are and all that kind of stuff. And they ask you if you own the shop or if you want to review the shop. Well, I said, no, I own the shop. And I just wanted to go in and look and see what they have. Well, then they called us and they want to sell us everything mm-hmm. and all that other kind of stuff. They were nice. Yeah. But um, I wanted to see what they had about us. But what they have is what Google has, what Better Business Bureau has, um, and some of the other places. I see. So anyway, that's kind of how the review system works. But one way or another, part of all of us, we want good reviews. There was a guy who was mad at me because of a price on a cabin filter. Mm -hmm. And um, he gave me a bad, he didn't give me a good name. So I spent hours. I spent four, five, six hours hunting this kind of a car for a cabin filter so that I could verify that we charged the right amount for the filter and the labor. Right. So I couldn't. I spent a lot of time. So then all of a sudden he sends me a letter and his name is completely different. Yeah. Now I had said on the review, um, if you'll give me your work order number, I'll refund you any difference that you found some other place. So he didn't he didn't answer me there. So I spent four, five, six hours trying to figure this thing out because you know our database is huge. We have thirty eight thousand customers, and I don't know how many cars we got. So and you like a good challenge. Well, and I <laughs> wanted to find his car. No, I know. So you know we have a code for cabin filter, and right. I had the specific kind of car he had. So anyway, I couldn't find it. So then he sends me this, and he goes, "Well, my name's not really John Smith. It's Mark Salem." Mm-hmm. And I said, well, I'm not going to give you the refund. You cost me four, five, six hours worth of time. You're an idiot. You should have just put your real name on there, and I could have found your work order, and I could have just made it right. But no, you go someplace else. I'm not interested in you doing business with me. You're going to use a BS name on the web, on the on the review site. You're going to give me a bad review. You're going to cause me a lot of heartache. And you know how much sleep I lost <laughs> over that? Oh, yeah, you do. <laughs> I know you do. So... Uh, you know, just be yourself. Well, and I I think a lot of times they're afraid to go back to someplace if they're not happy because, you know, they want to sell them more or they want to do this or, you know, and they feel like they have to come in screaming. And that's so not true with us, I know, but... With many of the shops we know. Yeah. Screaming is the last thing you want to do. Mm-hmm. You want to go in and say, this is my problem, and, and and then describe your problem in a normal way. Right. I'm very unhappy because this part is on the Internet for $30, and you charged me 300 yes. Okay, so what's the difference? Is it a part number difference? Did I write down the right part? Did you write down the right part? What brand is yours? What brand is this? You know, 
can, can, and then you know what? Here's my phone number. Why don't you get back with me? When can you get back to me? Well, I can figure this out in a day's period of time. Well, fine. I'll look forward to your conversation next week and mm-hmm. walk out. Mm-hmm. Now, you know, if somebody does that to me, I'm going to do something for them. I mean, they're being really nice about it. Yeah. If we made a mistake, they're not kicking me under the bus. Right. Yeah. So it's just kind of that counters. Speaking of good shops, okay. Air Park Auto is in North Scottsdale. They're off just off of Hayden and Raintree, just east of of Hayden on Raintree on the south side of the road. Nadine runs Air Park Auto, and she has since 1985. Now, Stacy and Nadine, you'll remember, mm-hmm. opened up their shop about the same time we did. Right. And we knew both of them, and we were all the same age. Stacy died, I don't know how many years ago, four, five, six years ago, from leukemia. And Nadine did what I hope you would do if I predecease you, and that's keep the business running. Mm-hmm. The fact that she's a female running an auto repair shop, and like you, she knows lots about cars because she's been around them pretty much all of her life. So if you're a female and you live in North Scottsdale, then why would you go anyplace else other than Nadine's Air Park Auto Service? She has a state-of-the-art. It's environmentally friendly. It's a clean and green place. They have the latest diagnostic tools, they, and they handle almost all makes and models of cars. So if you live in the North Scottsdale area, then I know you'll be happy with Air Park Auto. 602-508-0960. 602-508-0960. The lines are wide open. Give us a call. 602-508-0960. Hugh Hewitt sees Trump and Congress already working together. Paul Ryan and his team are working very closely with Donald Trump, and they will negotiate. There are different views on what to do. The key point they agree on, massive reduction in the corporate tax rate so that $2 trillion stranded abroad comes home, which is going to help rebuild the military and repair the damage of Obamacare. The Hugh Hewitt Show, weekday mornings at 5, right before Mike Gallagher at 8, on Intelligent Talk 960, The Patriot. Now you have a friend at Thunderbird Automotive, and his name is Tom Fletcher. In 2003, Thunderbird Automotive was a finalist in the Better Business Bureau Ethics Award. In 2004, they won that award. Check them out at the BBB online directory. They're proud of their A-plus rating. Thunderbird Automotive has ASE certified technicians. They can fix anything with a steering wheel. Thunderbird Automotive offers a free courser inspection on every vehicle, the same one that some charge $49 for. They now offer a three-year, 36,000-mile warranty on parts and labor anywhere in the country. If you live in the Northwest area, you have to stop in to Thunderbird Automotive at 88th Avenue in Thunderbird, just west of the 101. For more information, visit them online at ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. That's ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. Or drive right in at 88th Avenue and Thunderbird, just west of the 101. If you're over 50 and concerned about any of the following, stay tuned for an exclusive free bottle offer. Are you concerned about your heart health? Are you interested in healthy brain function? What about joint comfort and energy? Well, if you answered yes to any of these questions, we want to send you a free bottle of Krill Omega 50 Plus now with CoQ10. Krill Omega 50 Plus with CoQ10 combines krill oil with fish oil in one tiny pill. And this little pill delivers big health benefits to your 
your heart, your joints, your arteries, and brain. And with CoQ10, you'll enjoy extra energy, too. Best of all, you can get a free bottle of Krill Omega 50 Plus with CoQ10 today. Just pay for shipping. Call right now and request your free bottle. Dial 1-800-679-5745. That's 1-800-679-5745. 1-800-679-5745. Again, call now. 1-800-679-5745. Maybe it's time to take a fresh look at everything we thought we knew about landing a great job. For instance, what if phenomenal careers start at the middle school science fair instead of at the job fair? If being the captain of the robotics team means just as much on a college application as being captain of the football team. And if knowing the quadratic formula is every bit as important as knowing the right people. Well, the fact is, the jobs of the future will be heavily geared towards science, technology, engineering, and math. In other words, the future is STEM. More opportunities, better pay. And the road to these great jobs starts as early as middle school. So if you're a student, talk to your school counselor about STEM. If you're a parent, talk to your kids. Because the job you'll get in the future may very well depend on what you do today. A public service message from America's Navy. Patriot app tip number two. Set the Patriot as an alarm clock. Open the app, click in the upper right-hand corner, and select alarm clock. It's that easy. And now you'll wake up to the Patriot. Download the Patriot app at your app store today. Patriot app tip number four. Want your voice heard? Email or leave a voice message straight from your Patriot app. Just open it up, click the upper left-hand corner, and select email or talk back. Download the Patriot app at your app store today. Well, welcome back, everybody. 21 minutes after the hour of 11 o'clock. Sitting here next to me is my wife, Renee. My name is Mark Salem. Every Saturday, you're here from 10 till noon talking about car and car repair problem. Let me tell you something funny real quick. Okay. Um, I got a subpoena the other day on a legal case I'm working on, and they wanted me to provide them everything that I've ever written, I've ever said, I've I've ever participated in everything since I first started in auto repair in 1979. That would be pretty difficult. And I said to the attorney, my attorney that, that I'm working for, I said to him, I've been on radio, television. I've done hundreds, if not thousands, of public presentations. Um, I've answered email publicly on Facebook, on LinkedIn. Um, and so all my stuff's out there, but it would literally take you and I a month or more to gather what we have, including all the TV shows, all the radio shows since 1988 that we've done, mm-hmm. and put them on some kind of a device that they could have it. Plus, when we gave it to them, it would take them a year to listen to everything. So he wrote him back and he said, no, this is way too arduous. I mean, it's something that's just a stupid thing. And the judge agreed with him. Well, and I'm good. really glad he did because although we have that information somewhere, we'd have to get it. Oh, yeah. And, I don't and, think and we have many, all of it. Well, no, you're right. But we have it. the servers. We have servers for the last 30 years, sure. but we'd have to fire up the server and get all. Oh, boy. It costs a lot of money for Well, that. and we don't have, yeah, and we don't have, like all the newspaper articles for the Phoenix Gazette and the Phoenix Republic, mm-hmm. Arizona Republic, we don't have a lot of those because we sent them to them and we didn't keep copies of them. Yeah. So we'd have to go through their archives as well. So mm-hmm. anyway, that was a lot of fun. Anyway, Air Park, or uh, Air Park, IMM Auto Service is a place on the northeast part of Tempe. 
they've been around since 1972, and that's actually when I met David for the very first time. He found me a Fiat we needed to do some testing on. So David, who runs IMM Auto Service, had a Fiat that was perfect for our for our inspection. And, and IMM works on all kinds of cars, domestics imports, because they know that you have lots of cars in your garage. But they specialize in Swedish, Italian, and Asian vehicles. So if you have a Volvo, Saab, Fiat, or Alfa Romeo, they really specialize in that. But if you have a Chevy, a Ford, a Toyota, or a Honda in your garage, they can do that too. Mm -hmm. But they're really good at those Swedish, Italian, and Asian vehicles. So northeast corner, just south of the 202, just west of the 101, IMM auto service. David's the owner. Great place to go. Let's go to the phones. Wayne, thank you for holding. How can I help you? I have an 09 Chrysler Town & Country 4-liter engine and, uh, of course, V6. Uh, it has an engine code that it's misfiring on cylinder 6, and it's an intermittent thing. Uh, kind of comes and goes, but the code's in there. Okay. So um, I know the the uh, you know everybody on the internet's going to say replace the wire, replace the spark plug, replace this, replace that. But the problem is is that now you know that your problem is in the state of Montana, but you don't know the city and you don't know the street and you don't know the street number. So right. let me give you some options here. First of all, if it's intermittent, I think that if how can I put this? I don't know what I you're think gonna if say. A, I know it's it's it's. it's I'm going to get in trouble. Is what I, okay. I would think. Not talking to Wayne, but mm -hmm. let's talk about my brother. I would think my brother would be a doggone fool to chase an intermittent miss. It's better to just wait till it gets worse and easier to find. That's mm -hmm. simple because we may not pick this one up. The idea is is that it could be the wire, could be the plug, but it also could be what else is on that runner for number six. Number six could have a variety of vacuum hoses coming off that runner, and the other end of that vacuum hose could be a problem. That would cause a lean condition on cylinder six, which is too much air, not in, in, in relationship to the fuel. That creates a misfire. Too much air creates a misfire. Too much fuel creates a misfire. A vacuum leak creates a misfire. A spark plug, a wire, a distributor cap, a crankshaft sensor, a camshaft sensor, all of those can contribute. So all of those have to be tracked down. One of the very first things that really good shops do is we'll move the wire and the spark plug from number six to number two, and we'll just give it back to you. We'll charge you a half an hour's worth of time, and we'll give it back to you. And what we want to know is, is does the problem move with the plug and the wire? So if it all of a sudden it goes from six to two, then we know the plug or the wire is bad, and we say to you, bring it in back. We're going to change the plug and the wire, and you're out the door. Okay, so, get a little bit more information. Okay. Um, this first appeared at Thanksgiving. Okay. And we were in California, and uh, anyway, uh, got the code and, and took it over to a shop there that I have confidence in. Okay. They check it out, and that's where they found the code, and, and by then, it had stopped happening, <laughs> but the code was in the computer. Okay. So he said, the same thing you did, drive it. Till it gets worse, and we can maybe find it. And I said, well, okay, it'll probably be back in Phoenix then, since we live here. So anyway, bottom line is is it, it has come and gone about three times since Thanksgiving. Okay. Most time runs fine. It hasn't gotten, you know, what I could say worse since then, and maybe 2,000 miles. But do you ever smell sulfur? 
No. Okay. So I'm not overloading the cat with uh, any fuel, and it's intermittent. I, 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 I mean, I know you're fretting about this, and, and I know it's bothering you, but this isn't going to break you down. I guarantee you that. Right. This is run on five cylinders anyway. Well, yeah, I would. You know, <laughs> if you said that you smelled sulfur, then I'd be a little bit more concerned. But I'm just not concerned. I, just, I, th- I've given you the best advice. If it were my, now I, I love your mother. Yeah. Okay. Uh, if this were her car, I'd certainly do it. I guess um, you'd only have to worry about it when he goes to emissions, and because you can't have a light on. But that's exactly right. He's going to have to do something by emissions, mm-hmm. but that's going to be a shotgun repair. Right. We're going to change all the spark plugs and all the wires, and we're only going to have about a forty to fifty, maybe sixty percent chance of success on this well and so that's why i'm saying just wait until then if and maybe it'll do it or get worse before then and clearing the code isn't going to make anything happen because when you clear the code you clear the history so if you just keep letting it happen and you keep the check engine light on there there but your old car your no nine is not going to have what we call historical data so it's not going but even if we had historical data you have enough for us so I, I, if you're capable of doing it yourself then just swap the wire and the spark plug to another cylinder so just unplug it and move it, the spark plug and the wire. And if okay. it's got coil over ignition where the coil mounts on top of the spark plug, then move the coil, the the boot, which is a little piece of wire, it's a rubber piece about mm-hmm. two inches long, and the spark plug, and move it to some other cylinder. And we want to know okay. if the problem moves. Because if the problem moves, we at least we've narrowed it down to the coil, the wire, or the, the spark plug. How many miles are on it? Right. Uh, 61,000. And so it's never had a set of plugs, but it doesn't. It's not due for a set of plugs, is it? Right. Okay, because I think you're in the eighty to a hundred thousand mile range, if I'm going to guess on yours. So, yeah. I, you know, if you want to try a guess, then I would say throw a set of plugs in it. But if they're platinum or they're double platinum, or if they're high end spark plugs, you can be paying twenty bucks a piece for those six spark plugs plus the labor <clears throat> to install them. And now all of a sudden we've got a two hundred dollar guess on our hands. So right. that's that's kind of the option you have. Uh, we've discussed them all. So you can guess, but I'm going to say you're going to guess with your money. Shop isn't going to let you guess with their money. Um, so sure. you can guess. You can wait till it gets worse, or you have to go through emissions, or you can swap a couple of parts. I think the swapping of the cylinder, uh, the spark plug, and the wire is the best thing for you. Thank you very much, Wayne. Thank you very much. 602-508-0960. If you'd like to call us, you certainly can. And what else have we got to talk about? Um, oh, we have an email. Yeah, we have, we an, have email. an email. I don't know if you have enough time, though. No, I don't. I don't. But we'll get the email when we come back. Yeah. If you want to send us an email and you want to ask us a quick question, mark at SalemBoysAuto.com. Mark at SalemBoysAuto.com. Otherwise, you can call us. The lines are wide open right now, 602-508-0960. 602-508-0960. One more time, 602-508-0960. Mark and Renee Salem, at your service. Give us a call. We'll help you with your car problem. Did you know Raintree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs? Andy Val, the dad, and his sons Tom and Paul operate Raintree Auto Body in North Scottsdale. They've been around since 1972. Sure, they fix Kias and Hondas and Chevys and Fords, but they are rated the best for their ability to correctly repair the Mercedes-Benz. Remember, Raintree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs. They have a machine called the Select Bench. It's the same jig they assemble your car on. Raintree can put your car back to its pre-loss condition with 100% accuracy. Raintree Auto Repair is a BBB member with a plus rating, and they're also recommended by GarageFly. Raintree Auto Repair provides free estimates, and they'll give you a lifetime warranty on all paint and bodywork. 
They use the best glasseric paint, and it's waterborne paint, so it has no environmental effect. For more information, stop by RaintreeAutoBodyInc.com. Harvest Preparatory Academy would like to remind everyone listening, make sure you and your family have a safe and sober way home and please don't drink and drive. Brought to you by Harvest Preparatory Academy, located at 14900 West Van Buren Street in Goodyear, serving the community with a private education in a free public school. For more information about their programs, visit online at harvestprep.com. That's Harvest Preparatory Academy, where the entire staff wishes you and your family a safe and happy 2017. And Papa Murphy's Pizza Peoria reminds everyone, be especially alert for children around crosswalks, schoolyards, and playground areas. Remember, it's up to you, the motorist, to always make sure our children are seen and never hurt. Brought to you by Papa Murphy's Pizza Peoria, the freshest pizza in Peoria, providing take-and-bake pizza. They're located at 9980 West Happy Valley Road. For more information, visit online at papamurphys.com or call 623-376-7277 to place an order. That's Papa Murphy's Pizza Peoria, hoping you'll do your part this school year by driving safely and watching out for the kids. I wish I was in school. I wish I was in school. I wish I was in school. Summer isn't fun when you're hungry. If only I had a big test today. Or a book report to give. Give me a math quiz. Give me some homework. If your child relies on free school lunches, we can help provide them with free meals this summer. I'll stay after class. I'll clean the chalkboard. I'll keep my desk real clean. So they can stop worrying about food and start focusing on fun. I'll do extra homework. I'll clean the class pet's cage. I'll skip recess. I wish I was in school. I wish I was in school. School might end, but free lunches don't have to. Find your local Feeding America food bank for help. Together, we're feeding America. Contact St. Mary's Food Bank Alliance at 602-242-FOOD. A message from Feeding America and the Ad Council. Okay, Simon, what are you wearing right now? Nothing. That's right. And what do people normally wear? Clothes. Exactly. So now Mommy's going to teach you how to dress yourself. Clothes keep us warm, they look good, and if we go out without them, the neighbors will talk. So it's important to know how to get dressed. Here's how it's done. Outerwear always comes first, name tag at the back, then pants, then shirt. Get the first button in the right hole, or you have to start all over. If you're wearing a tie, it goes over, round, round, through, and pull tight. Tuck your shirt into your pants and zip up your flap. Socks go in first, then shoes right on right, left on left. With shoelaces, just take the ends, cross them over, switch the loops. The rabbit goes down the hole, pull tight, and you're left with bunny ears. I love bunnies. Good to know. Now remember, spots don't go with stripes, socks don't go with sandals, and if you've tucked in your shirt, wear a belt. Got it? Why are your pants on your head? Most parenting is hard to do in just two minutes. But spending just two minutes twice a day making sure they brush their teeth is easier and could help save them from a lifetime of tooth pain. For fun two-minute videos to watch while brushing, visit 2min2x.org. That's 2min2x.org. A message from the Partnership for Healthy Miles, Healthy Lives, and the Ag Council. Okay, everybody, 34 minutes after the hour, 11 o'clock. Sitting next to me is my wife, Renee Salem. I'm Mark Salem, and we're here at your service. She has as much experience in the auto repair industry as I do. She's not ASE Master Certified, but she's certified in customer service, customer relations, and handling calls over the phone about how to fix my car. Oh, hang on just a minute. Say that again. There you go. (laughs) All righty. This portion of Under the Hood is brought to you by Larry Harker's Auto. Larry Harker's Auto has been around in Phoenix since 1967. Bob and Ellen are owners of Larry Harker's Auto, and Bob is one of the best diagnosticians I've ever met in my life. So no matter what kind of problem you have, auto electrical, brake service, auto emissions, vehicle maintenance, check engine light, he's the kind of guy that can find your problem, no matter foreign or domestic, he can find it and fix it. 
Intermittents are a little problem, but if it's there and there all the time, then Bob can find it and fix it. He's at 38th Avenue and Indian School, and I'm very proud to recommend Larry Harker's Auto Repair to those of you that live in that area. What? What do you want me to do? Let's go to Bob. Okay. On the I'm phone. sorry. Yeah, thank you for giving me guidance. Bob, good morning. How can I help you? Um, I've got a uh, 2008 Subaru Outback uh, wagon, 2.5 liter, non turbo, automatic transmission. Okay. Um, I have had this problem uh, all the time. Uh, during the winter months, you don't notice it because you don't have the air on. But they recommend 750 on the RPMs at idle. Okay. Now, is that in gear or uh, at uh, you know in neutral or parked? Well, typically, tell me what the problem is you're chasing first. Well, it it seems to really lug down, particularly during the summer months when you do have the air on. Uh, that idle will drop sometimes down to like five. Uh, five hundred. Yeah, and that seems low to me, uh, and it and it does seem like it's struggling okay. at an idle right. in gear. Okay, okay. I needed that information. Otherwise, we're going to spend a whole lot of time dancing around. I can answer your question very simply. There right. is going to be adjustments on the idle circuit of that car. We're going to have what we call a minimum idle. So let's pretend it's 600. That's 600 in drive, and we don't care what it goes to when you shift it into park and neutral. We just want it at 600. Now, when you turn the air on at 600 in drive, it's probably going to drop at 50 to 100 RPM. We All need right. an air conditioning kicker motor, and we can use that. We can open up an air orifice. We can be a mechanical issue. There's a hundred different ways to a hundred different ways <laughs> to give you back that RPM, but. If it's 600 in drive, we want it at 600 in drive with AC on or AC off. And the only difference with AC on and AC off is the kicker. So we need to adjust, properly adjust the kicker to bring it back up. That's it. So we're going to look at what we call curb idle sitting there. It's either going to be a neutral or drive, and your specification will specifically say parentheses P or parentheses D. At least it does in my software and then you're going to reset it. This is something that can probably be done by somebody who knows what they're doing for probably $50 is to synchronize those two idles as long as okay. your air conditioning is properly serviced. Okay? Yeah, I appreciate it. I got one more question if you don't mind. Okay, sure. I uh, I got in just as you were talking about the uh, oil or transmission fluid and the uh, filter change. Okay. Uh Mine was done on a regular basis. I had one of those extended warranty things with uh, Subaru when I first bought it. Okay. 30,000 miles uh, was when they did it. I have 80 now. Do uh, you think it needs to be changed and the filter changed again in the transmission? Well, I would want to know what the interval is on your owner's manual because that's what we need to deal with. So if, you're, if your owner's manual is calling for a 30 interval, then you're, you're way past your 60. But if it's calling for a 60 interval, then your 30 was early. So you can go ahead and do your 30 or your 60 now. So you did 30 and 90. So it just okay. depends on what your owner's manual says. If you have an aftermarket warranty, they're going to look at your owner's manuals for those stop points. They're going to hold you okay. to those stop points. In your case, if you had the filter and fluid done the first time, and you did it at 30, and by that time the transmission has shed and polished everything it's going to do, then I would do a flush this next time. So I would replace all the fluid this next time, and I would not be doing the filter. 
that's what my recommendation to you would be. Do not do the filter. No. No, because you if did it they at 30. Did it, if they did it the first time. Yeah. Yeah. yeah if well, supposedly, yeah, I was just looking at my paperwork, uh, and yeah, they did it, 30,000. Okay. Well, your car's been around the world one time because it's 25,000 mi- 25, miles around the girth of the earth. Right. I-, I promise you, your transmission's done shedding the big stuff. So, you know, you, 30 was the appropriate time. So, again, back to your owner's manual. Thank you very much. you got to move on. And we've got an email from Henry. Henry. He says, replacing a steering column on a 2000 Mustang GT automatic. Can I use a column from a manual shift car? If he has the shifter on the center console and it's manual or uh, manual transmission or automatic, there's a good chance he can because the ignition system on the steering column will probably match. The power goes from the ignition switch through the neutral safety switch in the automatic transmission or the clutch switch in the manual transmission, which means they have to be in park or you have to have your clutch in in order to get the motor to crank over. So the electronics will still be there. But to answer your question, Henry, that's easy. You know what you do? You go call a couple of wrecking yards and you say to them, what years of 2000 GT automatic can I use and they're going to say to you, from this year to this year, and both of them are interchangeable, and he's home free. Yeah. On the other hand, if they say they're never interchangeable, and they have that kind of, because when you call in and you say, I need a steering column for a 2000 Mustang with a, a V8 and a, and a automatic transmission, they're going to look in the book, and I guarantee you there's a spread of three, four, five years. Oh, sure. Yeah. And it may very well say... S and M, and you don't, that's not what you think it means. <laughs> it's standard or automatic. Yeah, right. Okay. Or actually, standard and automatic is S and A. So, so forget that. Yeah, I, you got bad stuff on your mind. I know, we I know. It's not bad stuff. <laughs> anyway, 602 508 What's the name of that wrecking yard we use over in Mesa? Uh, All-American or American Auto Wrecking? American Auto American, Recycle. Yeah. If you call them, those are the guys we used, and that's the guy I would call them. And they're over on Baseline Road in Mesa, mm-hmm. and they can answer his question completely for free, um, and they would look in their books. Yeah. 602-508-0960. We'll be back right after this. Now you have a friend at Thunderbird Automotive, and his name is Tom Fletcher. In 2003, Thunderbird Automotive was a finalist in the Better Business Bureau Ethics Award. In 2004, they won that award. Check them out at the BBB online directory. They're proud of their A-plus rating. Thunderbird Automotive has ASE certified technicians. They can fix anything with a steering wheel. Thunderbird Automotive offers a free courser inspection on every vehicle, the same one that some charge $49 for. They now offer a three-year, 36,000-mile warranty on parts and labor anywhere in the country. If you live in the Northwest area, you have to stop in to Thunderbird Automotive at 88th Avenue in Thunderbird, just west of the 101. For more information, visit them online at ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. That's ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. Or drive right in at 88th Avenue and Thunderbird, just west of the 101. You need a plan as you get closer to retirement. A plan that will take you from where you are now to the retirement you've always dreamed about. The first step on that path is to tune in to Retire Financially Fit with Phyllis every Saturday morning at 8. Your host is Phyllis Sachs-Pilvinas. She's the founder of PSP and Associates. You only retire once, but Phyllis helps people retire every day. Don't miss Retire Financially Fit with Phyllis every Saturday morning at 8 on 960 The Patriot. 
Captain Eric Lawrence was training Afghan soldiers when his truck was hit by an IED. I was on the way from Kandahar to Klot, uh, hit an IED that just took the truck and threw it up in the air and slammed it on the ground. I knew at first that I, I got hurt pretty bad because I couldn't move my legs. I sat home alone for months. I didn't want that anymore. I wanted to go back to work. I was hesitant at first, you know, because I didn't work for a good year. I want to be a productive person. I want to be a drain on society. I want to be a positive thing in society. PBA helped me write my resume, got me a job interview. I got the job. Helping veterans like Eric is what we've done for over 65 years. Paralyzed Veterans of America, paving access for veterans' employment through Operation PAVE. For more information, visit pva.org. A public service message from Paralyzed Veterans of America. It takes 12 years to create a graduate. It takes about the same time to create a dropout. The difference between a child becoming one or the other could be you. Studies prove that reading to a child regularly dramatically improves reading skills. And kids who read well by third grade are four times as likely to graduate. So United Way is calling for one million volunteers over the next three years. We're asking you to step up, make a pledge, tutor a child who needs help, mentor a kid who needs someone on their side, volunteer to read to children, make a difference. Because when a child advances, we all advance. Entire communities improve. Path to success or failure starts long before graduation day, and the difference between a graduate and a dropout could be you. Be a reader, tutor or mentor, give, advocate, volunteer. Live United. Take the pledge. Go to liveunited.org now. Brought to you by United Way and the Ad Council. Welcome back, everybody. 44 minutes after the hour of 11 o'clock. We're in the last segment of our show. It's uh, 44 minutes. It's 45 minutes here in about six seconds. Between now and 58, which is 13 minutes, um, mm-hmm. we're going to take your call, but you have to call us. 602-508-0960. The lines are wide open. This portion of Under the Hood is brought to you by Automatic Transmission Exchange. Phil, who owns Automatic Transmission Exchange, has been rebuilding transmissions in the Phoenix area at the same spot since 1968. If you've gone up and down Washington Street near 40th Street as you go in and out of the city, perhaps from the East Valley, you've driven by Automatic Transmission Exchange at 40th Street in Washington maybe a couple hundred times. Phil's open up on Saturdays from 8 to 12 for your convenience. That's when you take your car by and one of the guys will drive it with you. That's free. Show me what you're talking about. Teach me how to make it happen, and then I can tell you what direction to go in. All of our transmission shops can do that, but Phil's open on Saturday for just that. So if you're looking for a good transmission shop and Central Phoenix is convenient for you, then Phil at Automatic Transmission Exchange is the place, 40th Street in Washington. John, good morning to you. How can I help you this morning? Mark, interesting show. I know Scottsdale. Yes, sir. This is a silly informational question. Okay. My car, a Hyundai has a temperature gauge outside. And even though it's baking in the sun, the temperature gauge is still reading my thermometer. Where is that sensor? In the grill, usually in the grill. It could be in the grill. It has to be outside the car because it's an outside temperature. So most of the time it's in the grill. Um, If you want to know where the sensor's at, then um, stop by your local Hyundai dealer and go into the parts department and say to them, um, 
my sensor is acting up. Do you have a sensor? And they'll look it up, and, and they're going to need your registration because they're going to go off your VIN number. And they'll say yes. And you'll say, um, can I take a look at yours? And they'll uh -huh. say yes. And so they'll go get it and bring it out, or they'll show you a picture of it. And you can say, oh, that thing, I have never seen that. And they'll say, okay, well, it's located on, let me look at the book here, on the passenger side headlight, just to the left of the passenger side headlight. And you say, well, am I facing the headlight or am I sitting in the car? And they're going right. to say, oh, no, we always go from the driver's position. So it's to the left of the headlight as you're sitting in the car. And you say, okay, you know what, I'm going to check the connection and I'll be back to see you. That's it. Okay. Now, a general question, do you find that most temperature sensors outside are I, somewhat accurate? Um, I can tell you that my Dodge truck is a lot accurate, and I can tell you my wife's F-car, and I, I can't use any other word but call it an F-car because she bought the very first F-car my family's ever owned since 1856. <laughs> and uh, so I'm embarrassed to say that because... Um, just like earlier on, somebody called in and they had a Ford. Here it is with 125,000 miles. Though most of those people lie about those Fords because they don't go 125,000 miles, and yours isn't, yours isn't either. Oh, okay. Okay. We'll, but we'll but see. the fact of the matter is, is that at least in the carpool that we have, and yes. we have some shop vehicles, and we have a customer van and stuff like that. It is my understanding that it's going to be within one degree of what the heck is going on. And really, what's kind of we notice when we come off the ranch when we come off the, the rim, mm -hmm. is it'll actually say that as we go through Payson, it'll actually say Payson's 37 degrees, and it'll show that. I think as I go faster, there's a wind chill factor, but in reality, it doesn't go lower the faster I go. Now, when I start doing 100 miles an hour, it doesn't change. So I'm thinking it's pretty, it's calibrated for the wind chill. And but you admit that. I can't even believe it. <laughs> Finally. I'm doing it in my truck, though, but not in your F car who can't do 100 <laughs> oh, miles yeah. an hour. All righty, John. Good luck. Thank you very okay. much. Those are great questions. We've got another question on the internet. It says, Mark, my son needs a reliable used car for college. Um, budget is about 3500 max. Can you recommend a good source to search for this? I have two things for you, Jay. Number one, Google, or not Google, but Craigslist. And number two, two Number three, number two is is make sure you take it to a shop and have a used car checkover done on it. And number three is get a Carfax. Here's why. There's a million people now that have used car dealer licenses. So they go to the auction and they buy these pieces of crap from the auction that they have no history on. Then they say to you when you call, well, I'm, my name's Oscar and I'm from Milwaukee, Wisconsin, and my daddy died and his, his car's, I'm doing a Texas accent for the Milwaukee guy, so I'm going to say he's from Texas. <laughs> my daddy died and he's from, and I'm here trying to liquidate his thing and I can't find the maintenance records because you ask for maintenance records. And they say, well, we can't find it. Well, this guy just bought that car two days ago. He bought it for 2000 Now he wants 3500 He doesn't know anything about it and he's not going to be around for you to come after. So you have to be on your toes. Let me tell you a quick story because we don't have any callers. A friend, oh, George, I'm going to take George, and then I'm going to tell the story. George, okay. good morning. What can we do for you, buddy? What's the terminology for that diversion gate and the heater system? Um, it's called the blend door. And the and, and and the now picture now that's an upside down or it's a, a Y right. the, the letter Y the blend door is at the confluence of the two tops and the and the and the tree trunk at the bottom, and the blend door is supposed to open and close to give you the temperature you're asking for, and there's sensors in those ducts to tell you the temperature. So if you ask for seventy, 
then the blend door, if, if, the if the temperature is 65, then the blend door is going to close the cold and open the hot. And when it gets close to 70, then it's going to start blending a little bit more to the cold side and give you a mixture of hot and cold and maintain your 70. But the computer is controlling all of that. All right? Excellent. Thank you, sir. You're welcome. So a friend of mine calls me, and he mm -hmm. says, my daughter just wrecked her car of U of A. And he says, I need to buy her another car. And he says, I have a little bit bigger budget than this guy does. Mm -hmm. And so I say to him, well, what about you know Craigslist? And he says, what you say is the truth. Every other person, they don't have any maintenance records, and they're lying when they tell me that this car's been in their family all their life because they don't know anything about it. I said, okay, well, you've got to do a Carfax. He goes, well, that's you know, like 20 bucks a time. And I said, well, it's $20 well spent. But I made a mistake. Listen to me carefully, folks. I made a mistake. Oh, I'm going to write that down. Write what it down date the date is it? Time. 12817. Yep, okay, I made go a ahead. Mistake. So I sent him to a friend of mine who has a used car lot, and he buys a car. My mistake was is I should have had that car brought up here, and we should have checked it then and there, but we didn't. Mm -hmm. So he bought the car, and he brought it to us, and it was ugly after that. We wrote $2,000 worth of work on this car, this $6,000 car. We found brake shoes in the back that were soaked in brake fluid because the wheel cylinders were leaking. The rear shock absorbers were bad. The hood shocks were bad. There was an engine noise in the engine. The, the tires were bald or almost bald. Um, there was an oil, a small oil leak at the transmission oil pan, and there was a small oil leak at the oil pan. We had to pull the front of the engine off to get to the, t the water pump because we were sure that may, that was making the noise, but that necessitated a timing belt and all the tensioners. That alone was like 1200 bucks. My question to the used car shop was this. If you would have done any kind of inspection, you would have seen that the rear brake shoes are saturated in brake fluid. You would have known when you opened the hood that the two hood shocks were bad. Mm -hmm. And you put a two by four or you put some kind of a rod in there to hold it. And if you would have listened to that motor, you would have seen the noise immediately. You would have heard the noise immediately. You know what they said? What? They said, We'll cover the rear brakes for about $250, which is 100 shy than what needs to be, mm -hmm. and that's it. Or wow. he can come back and trade it in on another car. Wow. So I don't know what he's going to do, mm -hmm. but I made a mistake. I should have said to him, before you sign the deal, before you write the check, just have him put a dealer plate on there, drive it down here, let me check it out. I didn't do that. So he's in a, in a world of hurt. He doesn't know what he's going to do. He may fix it. He may not. But I'll tell you what I'm going to do. Mm -hmm. I'm going to cut his bill in half because I'm half responsible. So if it's a $2,000 bill, I'm going to do it for $1,000. I'll do all $2,000 for $1,000, and I'm going to make it right. But the issue is is we screwed up. We screwed up. And here's something. I, I walked by um, one of my techs, and I said, uh, and I didn't know that this was the car. Okay. We were doing the used car checkover after he had already bought it. So I said, what, what are you working on in this? And he goes, well, I got a, a, a timing belt slapping the cover. Now, it's a rubber timing belt mm -hmm. that's not supposed to be slapping at all. And the, there's a rubber cover around it, a plastic cover. So I said, um, that doesn't sound a, like a timing belt slap to me. And he goes, no, it is. And I said, well, touch the cover and see if you can feel it. So he touches the cover, and he looks at me for a long time, and I can tell he's <laughs> it trying. It wasn't slapping he, it, huh? he was trying to backstep, yeah. okay? And God bless him. You yeah. know what I mean? We all learn from one another. So he goes, you're absolutely right. And I said, okay, what's next? And he says, I'm going to pull all the fan belts off and see if the noise goes away. 
that'll tell me if it's the alternator or whatever. So he pulls all the fan belts off of it, and it doesn't go away. So then he determines that the water pump is inside behind this cover, and it's driven by the timing belt. So the timing belt's not slapping the cover because you, you can't touch it and feel it, but the water pump is making the noise. And the reason why we know that is because the water pump's not being driven by the fan belts that we've already removed. So we're going to go in there and replace the water pump, and it's a five-step process. Okay, One, the fan belts come off. Two, the accessories come off. Three, the cover comes off. Then the belt and all the tensioners come off, and the water pump is the deepest part of that. So in order to get to the deepest part, we've got to take the timing belt off and all the tensioners and the idlers. So we're going to do all that because it's right. free labor. Mm -hmm. So we bid it that way. We bid it all the way through to the water pump. So I, I, I said... Had we heard this before, we would have known the hood shocks were bad. We checked the brakes, and we would have known the tires. And you know what else? The tires were 11 years old. Oh, wow. And, and industry standards are very close to saying no tires on the road after 11 years. Now, I can tell you the discount tire won't touch your tire if it's 10 years old. They won't rotate it. They won't fix it for a flat. They'll do nothing more than take it off and throw it away for you. Mm -hmm. Salem Boys, our shop, has mimicked that because right. I deal with that every day of my life in the legal arena. Mm -hmm. So our industry has been fighting for years because the tire companies want an expiration date on a tire, and they actually kind of want seven years. That's going to double their tire sales sure. overnight. So they want that. The lawyers don't want an expiration date on the tire because if your tire, if your tire has an expiration date of seven years and on eight years it, it blows fails. out and it kills your family, they, don't want, they want to be able to sue the tire maker. But if the tire expired at seven years and it's eight years and your family died, then there's no lawsuit because the tire expired. Mm -hmm. So you have these lawyers and the, and the tire guys, and they're a little bit on either side. God bless them both. I don't care. So why didn't you tell John to do a used car inspection first? <laughs> um, it wasn't John. It, it, <laughs> or it, I meant, it, yeah, your friend. It um, wasn't it, John, yeah. It was Mike, yeah. and um, I messed up. But I'm going to make it up to him if that's what he wants me to do. I know. So if he decides and he, if he decides he wants to fix it. But the bottom line for, for um, Jay. Jay is, is buddy... $3,500 is a really small number, and you're going to hardly find anything that's uh, maybe to college and back if he lives two or three miles, may or may not have operating air conditioning. It, yeah. Um, it may be an oil leak or an oil consumption, but if you just need transportation between 2500 and 35 you can probably find that. But you're not going to find something that has brand new tires on it, and you're not going to find something that has air conditioning that works perfectly. Mm -hmm. And you're not going to find something with an interior that doesn't look like it's been at a frat house once or twice. Yeah, so, yeah it's going to be hard. It's, it's a, hard, a thing. hard number to... But I can't tell you this. We have a van. It's an Astro van. It's an O2 Astro van. It's, it has two bucket seats in the front. It has a bench in the back for two people. Then it has a third seat for three people. It is in pristine condition, and I have all the maintenance records since night 2002. We're cycling it out of our business. This thing doesn't even leak oil. This thing doesn't have any air conditioning issues. I just had my guys replace everything underneath the hood of this thing. And it's four thousand dollars, so it's a white Astro van. Yeah, I'm not sure her college son would want to drive no, a van. I'm you're right. Teasing, you're I right. Know. For the rest of you, though, if you know anybody who's looking for a van, 
It's an O2 white Astro van, and the reason why we got rid of it is because some of our older customers were having a tough time getting into the Astro because it sits so high. It's more of an industrial van. Mm -hmm. So we bought a town and country Dodge van, and our customers love that because both doors open on both sides. Nevertheless, Mark at SalemBoysAuto.com, if you want to talk about the van, Mark at SalemBoysAuto.com. I'm Mark Salem. Sitting next to me is Randy Salem. We'll see you next Saturday right here on KKNT. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.